All right, we ready to do this? Hell yeah, man. One more. <clears throat> All right, just checking for fraud. Do my normal fraud checks. <laughs> Ensuring there's been no fraud, and I've successfully surveyed the area, and there's no fraud to be found. No fraud. No fraud is good fraud. No. I looked. I looked under the rocks. Uncovered every stone. Checked every lead. Fraud is 86th. <laughs> nice. Good, Good job. job by me. Nice. I did it again. We did it. We're I, 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 look, I don't want to speak for everybody. I am not going to call you out on appropriating whatever the finger guns No, I whispered. It wasn't on the podcast. It's fine. No <laughs> one that? knows. No one knows about the finger guns. Yeah, but we, we put a funny thing at the beginning, and now that we've called attention to it, there's a 1,000% chance that Tess is going to use this as the intro. Yeah, no just, talking, just talking about finger guns. Sexual culture. Don't yeah. do this to me. Char Charlie's doing finger guns. Everybody everybody, take notice. <laughs> I'm going to be canceled for this. <laughs> <laughs> Rosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rosé. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. And on an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. Unfortunately, we're no longer with the services of Tim Hansen, who is on medical leave for, for this episode, not doing too well. Uh, in the tum-tum area, I think that's the <laughs> medical term for it, but luckily, yeah. uh, we've got a substitute for him, it's friend of the show, V-I-L, Charlie Bram, what's going on, man? Sup. Sup, bro? Sup. How you doing, dog? <laughs> Pretty alright. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, I think so. A, yeah, doing alright, do, do, right, champ? Having a good uh, couple episodes? Yeah, rub some dirt in it and get over it, it'll be fine. <laughs> So I, yeah, that's, I, that's the attitude sport. I, I, I do I do want to ask uh, um, Matt and Sean, did you guys did you guys buy your tickets to the gun show today or is, are we all getting in for free? I did just have a moment of like, are my nipples out? Yeah. Discreet, but I know no background checks on these firearms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, not as bad as I could be. I wore one of my more conservative bro tanks. <laughs> yeah, for the, for the listeners, you want to Charlie is just uh, like with, What's that? Kyle's asking if I had a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a, clearly an intentional wardrobe choice by Charlie oh, Bram. Absolutely who's just intentional. Arms I'm seducing out. all of you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> just, just showing off the pythons right now, uh, making sure that everybody knows that he's got the goods. It's good stuff. Hoorah! Excellent work. Excellent work. Uh, well, uh, since we're now uh, being shamed, just just terribly shamed by, oh, by Charlie's never. arms. No, of course <laughs> not. No, so no, no, it's okay. Dude, I went for two runs this week. It's the first time I've gotten to, to work out since uh, since my since our, our daughter was born. And, uh, oh, boy, you know, you know who's not good at running anymore? <laughs> Me. <laughs> I mean, same. You know, not running for, like, <laughs> over two months. Uh, and I was like, you know what? It's it. You know, we finally got things settled down. Today's the day. You got a I'm whole gonna, I'm, infant. I'm getting back out there. Hmm? You got a whole infant. 
that's like a hole in that's 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 a thing that's a thing that's work Mm -hmm. it is it is work and the the other thing that's the problem and i I talked about this with um with a a friend of our a friend of ours joe debus who uh also has has children and you know we were exchanging a couple of text messages and uh he, he said at some point like dude i'm just eating so much because uh, and he's like, yeah, dude, I think I gained like twenty pounds that I never lost after becoming a father. <laughs> and and part of it, especially in the first couple of weeks, and Sean, I don't know if this is the same way for you, is especially because the baby is is you know feeding overnight, you know waking up at all hours of the night to eat. You're like, well, if the baby gets, to eat, then I guess <laughs> I get to eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rules is, I mean, look, it, it's fair. It only better. gets it only gets worse as they get older, and then you finish their plate. When, when yeah. they decide not to eat, and you're just like, well, I'll just eat one. I'll, I'll eat it, I guess. It's going to go in the trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't want to waste yeah. it. You waste it. Just go in the garbage. Instead, it's going to go down the garbage disposal that is my small <laughs> uh, So, yeah. So, uh, so, but anyway, thanks, Charlie, for, uh, for reminding me that it's been a good long while since <laughs> I, I, I hit the weight rack. But I'll be back. I'll be back one day. Because I need to, so that I, my back doesn't get destroyed by holding my kid. Welcome to the award-winning Brose Podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. The premise of our show, as always, is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything, and we do it while enjoying a delicious glass of wine. So if you have a question you would like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But of course, we first should tell you about what we are drinking tonight. And Charlie, since you are our VIL, our guest, we're going to start with you. What are you drinking this evening? Yeah, so like the third segment is always the rowdiest segment. So I actually switched. Um, Everclear, wow. Jesus. No, this is, this is Rex Goliath, you know, the giant 47-pound rooster. And nothing says rowdy like okay. a forty-seven-pound rooster. Um, it has this? interesting poultry notes for a cab salve. Uh It's a weirdly okay. meaty wine, but honestly, like, I just had Kyle take a sip, and we both agreed, like, for seven dollars, not bad. <laughs> What's the alcohol bro volume on that bottle? Oh God, you're gonna make me read. Um, I'm sure it's on. There's got to be a number somewhere. Thirteen percent. Oof. Alright. It's on the higher end. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh it sure is a seven dollarist bottle of wine and I'll be honest, the rose was a little bit sweet if uh transcendental. Mm. And this is much more in tune with my natural chaos. So Mm. and it's a little bit bitter in a nice way. Okay. Solid review. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. Sean, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking Aveline, a nice vegan-friendly wine. Uh, and it was, I mean, it was above beverage. Uh, mm-hmm. I finished the bottle, so you know, it was good. It, it hit all the notes that you want a rosé to hit. It was a, little bit, it was a little bit tart, not too sweet, you know, good, good mm-hmm. in a summer day. Excellent. And uh, perfect for summer day because it was a billion degrees. For sure, for sure. Uh, So we're we're hitting hitting our summer stride here in late May here in the Northeast. Uh, Rich, what are you drinking? Uh, I am finishing off my bottle of Opisi or Opiki Vino Bianco. It is an Italian wine in a bottle of a fish. And to go along with uh, Charlie mentioning how the third 
episode is always the rowdiest. As I was buying my bottle, there was a couple of dude bros buying three cases of Natty Light. Dude bros. They are going to have a good night. (laughs) How could you not? I like the ultimate party beer. Yeah. Well, I like it. It's Uh, like the. Oh, God. Is it LaCroix? Where, like, now your fish has that essence of dude bro in the Mm. same way that LaCroix Mm. tastes like fruit. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, like, (laughs) congrats on inheriting the rowdiness, I guess. Yeah. You saw, like, oh, look at those dude bros, and suddenly it changed the flavor profile. (laughs) You're telling me it doesn't? (laughs) I can't confirm nor deny. Mm. Well, yeah, that, that's fair. We need to let uh, science decide. I have finished my bottle of the Pinot Project uh, for the California Pinot Noir, uh, handle, handcrafted from the finest California Pinot Noir grapes. Uh, I've elected not to open a, another bottle of wine, uh, and I'm going to conclude my evening the way that any grown adult concludes their evening with Dr. Pepper Zero. <laughs> it's great stuff. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, now, Sean, mm-hmm. you have our final round of questions. Correct? I do indeed. Great. So, brosequestions at gmail.com again if you want your question answered on the air. But what's first, Sean? Subject. Hi ho. <laughs> Body. Mm-hmm. Which song is the best for embracing your inner Muppet? I'm talking full on noodle arms. And this was submitted by current co host of the show, Charlie Brem. His co host, Charlie Brem. What song is the best for embracing your inner Muppet? Hmm. I'll be honest, I didn't expect this to be my problem. <laughs> yeah, the obvious choice is Man or Muppet from the Muppets reboot. From oh, God, thank ago. you for getting how good that song is. <laughs> no one else understands. It's a pop. Didn't it win like an Oscar? Or was it nominated for an Oscar? That's a really good song. Party of One's a really good song. Mm. Like, so many songs in that album are not properly recognized. Well, you know who, who is the co-writer for a lot of the songs is uh, one half of Flight of the Concords, Britt McKenzie. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. The high-quality stuff and funny. <sighs> I'm sorry. Uh, what other songs would be good for embracing your inner Muppet? So, m- Man or Muppet did win an Emmy for Best Original Song at the 84th. It was an Emmy, okay. That song makes me feel feelings. That song has hardware. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's got to be something, like, fun and silly. Yeah, like, I feel Um, like it's like a white girl wasted song. So, I... I'm gonna gonna admit that I read ahead on this, and one song popped into my head, and I had to do the research, because I couldn't remember what it was called. And it's called We No Speak Americano by apparently Yolanda Be Cool and DCUP. And it is such a fun song. It goes like... And it's so fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a song that makes you want to jiggle. It just makes you want to jiggle. Very Muppety. Mm Hmm. Hmm. Well, Charlie, what song would be best for embracing your inner Muppet? I, look, now, when you submitted this question, did you I, have something in mind? Absolutely, I did not. I just, like, I send you guys questions because it's funny to me to watch the monkeys dance. It, it never <laughs> occurred to me that, like, one day it would come back to haunt me. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I am, I am Hung by your continuing own on what I said previously. Like, 
I am hoisted by my own petard, as Kyle says. <laughs> um, but uh, Party of One from the Muppet movie is sure. very much like it's, it's ironic as someone that's been in a nine-year relationship, but like <laughs> I do quite enjoy an angry girlfriend song. So sure, yeah, that's a that's a good time. That's a fun one. Huh. All right. That's a, it's, it's a very, very uh, bitter song for embracing your inner Muppet, though. There's... No, it's it's self-empowering. Uh, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm remembering all the beats of I that saved song. the last I know, dance I know for where me. it takes place in the movie. It, it, it's all about, like, being okay about being on your own and doing your own okay. thing and, like, enjoying your own company. And there is... Uh... Like, it's... There's a certain sadness to it, but it's it's reminding that like you are always there to pick yourself up and keep going forward, and like you you can just have a party by yourself. I don't know. Maybe this is okay. the introvert in me that's just like, no. Sometimes I do want to just like no, have fair. the house to myself and be a spaz. That's fair. All right. It's either that uh, or Cabin Fever from Muppet Treasure Island, but uh, I mean, that's I mean that's that's almost not fair to pick that one. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this question to be my problem. <laughs> um I'm having so much trouble trying to think of like a fun, silly song. Is it one of the songs from Korn's dubstep album? <laughs> oh man! To get up, yes, <laughs> <to> the Muppets. <laughs> Just like, uh, boom, 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 did boom, any of you guys boom. ever have the the Muppets album uh, Kermit Unpigged? That was like an acoustic Muppet album. No, no, no oh I did my not God. have that Maybe, album. Charlie. This is like a childhood memory that only me and Mary Kate have. Oh my God! It was such, such a good album. Um. For whatever reason, I feel like um, 90s ska would be a good fit oh, for the yes. Muppets. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And, uh, specifically, but I'm not going to go with like the overdriven guitar one. I'm going to go with Royal Oil by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. <laughs> and if you listen to that song, you can absolutely see that sliding into like the middle of a Muppet movie. <laughs> Royal Oil, come on, bobble and boil. Stab that dagger, make you stagger on a hot tin foil. Yeah, that's definitely a Muppet song. <laughs> uh, for, my, my head kind of went, uh, I'm shipping out to Boston. From the Dropkick huh. Murphys. That could be definitely a total Muppet song. But as you mentioned okay. Ska, I was like, ooh. Obviously, Dropkick Superman Murphys with Goldfinger. with Muppets. I agree. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Horns are solid for the Muppets. Yeah. 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 Uh, right. any, any, other, uh, any other Muppety songs? Uh, Pizza Day by the Aquabats. Which is an obscure. I guess any Aquabat song. Yeah, <laughs> they got like a a wonderfully chaotic energy, but like they've also done children's TV enough that like, yeah. was it Wow Wow Whoopsie the show they would cross over into? I don't. It was. I thought the Aquabats just had their own. show. They did also have their own show, but I think they were also okay. on another children's show. But yeah, right. the Aquabats are generally age appropriate for everyone. Sure. Now, Delightfully man. weird. A couple of their songs are out there, but most of them are for everyone. Now, on the opposite end, what song do you think of 
that, like, if you were to listen to it or see the music video and there were Muppets in it, is just the ro- absolute most wrong thing you've ever seen in your life. Keep Fishing by Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> what was the... Uh... Oh, see, I'm I am a dumb fool, and I am not good at these things. See, the what problem is, is the... I, I can't. Go ahead, mm-hmm. No, the the weird song about the Discovery Channel, and like you and me, baby, ain't nothing but. Oh, that's that's um. We're that's all from the Bloodhound better. Gang. That's Bloodhound Gang. Mm. Is it? You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. So let's do yeah. it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Yeah, um, I, I, don't I don't think Muppets should fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what about Avenue Q, though? They're not Muppets. They're puppets. Fine. <laughs> it's completely different. Um, it's, it's very obviously different. You can uh, be as loud as the hell you want when you're making love. <laughs> that's exa- well, that's exactly it. <laughs> And uh, when real life Gary Coleman <laughs> phone, phone calls as a landlord. Oh my god, I haven't listened to that soundtrack in so long. It's very good. You're gonna make um, me ruin all my algorithms. Um, the problem is that as we've established on the show, that like if you substitute the Muppets into anything inappropriate, I'm I'm all the way in. Because I think it's the funniest thing ever. Like I think the funniest thing ever. I think the funniest thing you could do with Muppets is to drop one Muppet into Rocky, but have it be the puppet, have it be the Muppet that gets the shit beaten out of him by Rocky. <laughs> like just over and over again, mean the hell out of this puppet. Oh, please so let it be Robin. I videos. want it to be Robin that gets the shit kicked out of him. I'm so over that stupid. Robin is the character that they put in the Muppets movies whenever they're like, everyone's having too much fun. We need them all to have minor depression for a minute. Oh, we'll just add Robin to a scene so everyone cries for a little bit. Which one's Robin? Robin is is, uh, Kermit's nephew, and he only shows up to be depressing. It's very annoying. He was tiny. So you you want, again, in this scene, you want him to be the one that Rocky just punches the hell out of. It would be very cathartic for me specifically. Got it. So you don't think that it's going to be you know, just making the problem worse because people are going to see this scene and feel even worse for Robin. No one feels bad for Robin. They feel bad that they have to watch Robin. <laughs> okay, that's fair. This is fair. Uh, as far as music videos, though, uh, or just music in general, that would be... I'm sorry, that uh, was a hot take. I didn't mean to shoehorn that in. No, 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 no. I, I, I took us off path uh, because I just wanted, <laughs> I just wanted to remind people that it would be funny to watch a puppet get... <laughs> um, uh, so I get you know what uh, so I guess in that vein I think it, mine would be um, oh god why can't I think of it now um, the one ludicrous song where he's got huge hands get back why can't I think of it get back yeah yeah yeah, yeah. get back that's the one <laughs> I'm now just get in back motherfucker y'all don't know me like that and just ludicrous just wailing on the <laughs> I, I... I was actually envisioning uh, Sweetums is now ludicrous in that song, and Sweetums is sitting there doing. They used to love. Okay. With Muppets. Hmm. I feel like I feel like there's something there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's got a weird vibe that is uncomfortable but entertaining. I mean, pumped up kicks with Ooh. the Muppets. Ooh. That's just no. I don't think I've ever seen that music. Honestly, video. I'm uncomfortable anytime I have to see the Muppets' legs, 
and <laughs> I feel like the only way to show shoes is to show legs, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Sean, what's next? What is next? Uh, if you all met in first grade, would you have been friends? Uh, Probably. The, the, the easy answer for me is yes, because in the first grade, I thought I was friends with everybody in my first grade class. So, <laughs> yeah, we would all be friends in my head. Mm. Legitimately, I don't yeah, know. As long as, you actively did, as long as you didn't actively make fun of me, I was like, yeah, friends. <laughs> friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. This is a very low bar for, for friendship <laughs> when I was when I was in first grade. So sure, yeah. All but would we would yeah. we have remained friends? I'm still friends with some people from elementary school. I I, I, am... I feel like we would have. I'm gonna be optimistic and say yeah. Like I feel like the friends that I'm not friends with, it's mostly from like moving in middle school. And not much like, like uh, assuming that we all stayed in the same school district the whole timeline, I don't think we would have drifted apart. Mm-hmm. I think based on like the era that we grew up in and the fact that like first grade until like most of us, at least for me, I don't think I had a cell phone till like my junior year of high school. Yeah, that so like. Right. I wasn't able to get friends' phone numbers in, like, third, fourth, fifth grade. Like, I could have gotten mm-hmm. a home phone number, but I wouldn't have had my friend's cell phone number. So, like, if they left that school, we used to then get I was no longer friends with them. that had all the classmates' home phone numbers. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, like, if they moved away or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. It was. I, I had this discussion with my mom uh, today because I was telling her, like, yeah, I've been applying to jobs. I applied to one out in California. I applied to some in New York. She's like, why are you trying to go so far away? And I'm like, because that's where they're at right now. Like, She's like, but you used to not want to move away because all your friends were here. And I'm like, yeah, in eighth grade when I didn't have any contact information or Facebook or Instagram or anything else. But now, like... We have the internet. I can but now keep I see how shitty they are because of social media. But it's pandemic also changed the world in that way where like people got a lot more comfortable with like sometimes there are friends that you're just gonna have video chats with for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I see my coworkers now in person like one to two times a month mm-hmm. at most. And they're like everybody is stoked about that. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. because it's like, cool, we still get to see each other, and, and also, we still don't have to pay to go across the Ben Franklin Bridge every day to go to work. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's the best of both worlds. Like, it's just, your expectations, in the words of the dude, new shit has come to life. Yeah. So do you, anyway, anyway put, put a cap on that. I'm assuming we would all still be I friends. Think, uh, I think after first grade. I think we would all still be friends. I honestly, I feel like seeing as how we're all still friends this late in our lives after knowing each other for as long as we have. If we met at first grade, we'd still be friends now. Like mm-hmm. I feel like like heck, I'm a, a guest host and I feel like I've known all three of you for ten or more years. Easy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think I've known Matt the longest, and then Richie, and then Sean, but I, I feel like I've known all three of you for at least ten years at this point, and we're yeah. still in contact. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a third of our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've known, I've known Ted since I was in elementary school. I, I, my buddy Evan I've known since I was in first grade. Like this is there's it's not everyone like mm. it's uh, like you know you just pick up like twenty five friends in first grade and stick with them then then maybe there's there's questions they need answering at that point but uh, but you know you, you it's not crazy I don't think mm-hmm. uh, Sean what's next so what's next is I'm pretty sure a question that we already answered which is what's something people seem to misunderstand about you. And yeah, what people misunderstand about me is I hate answering questions again, again that I just answered two hours ago. It's <sighs> repeating myself repeatedly. People think that I'm okay with that, and I hate wasting time doing this again. Can we, like, reverse Matt, the Matt, question? Was, Can I was... substitute in Kyle's question that he really wanted to, to ask? Since of course. Yeah, go right Please ahead. do. So a fellow friend of the show, Kyle, Kyle Bivens. Yeah, so Kyle... Uh, asked me a very interesting question earlier today as we were getting into the judge of that. Um, no, 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 it is. It is. Okay. It is a would you rather, which I know at a first glance seems like a boring duality, but, but humor me. Would you rather every time you get into your car, you first have to deal with a chicken? Or would you rather once a year sword fight an orangutan? Repeat that first one. <laughs> Every time you get into your car, your car, deal with oh. a chicken, or once a year, sword fight an orangutan. Deal with a chicken. There's a chicken in the car. You have to deal with the chicken before you can get into your car. <laughs> Listen here, chicken. So I got. <laughs> I got thirty-five dollars. Would, would, would you rather of this chicken? <laughs> you have to deal with it. Yeah. I mean that the, the the question like the 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 thing that I'm questioning with this question is what does deal mean? Does deal mean take care of it? Does deal mean like deal means hey you it. pick it up it and move like, it to the other the side? Uh, so, I will say chickens chicken are for being more aggressive than orangutans. Is it the same chicken every time? It's a chicken. It's There's a always chicken. a chicken that you have to deal with. So we we don't have like by the fifth time I do this like it's we don't have we're like by ten years deep we don't have like years of history where I'm like how many times am I going to teach you this lesson <laughs> every time I get into the car I, with this chicken? I assume both of these are eternal. Well, like okay. it's either orangutan once a year for the rest of your life, or chicken every time you get into your car for the rest See, of your life. So like. I live in New Jersey, where I can get a, a chicken coop permit. Um, so, yeah, I would just deal with the chicken, because I would just add the chicken to my chicken coop. And well, get you, don't have, free eggs. you don't have infinite space in your coop, though. Yeah, because a, <laughs> yeah, a new yeah. chicken would spawn every time. Like, a chicken you mm. have to deal with every time you get yeah. in your car. So if you so address one and chicken gauntlet. and permanently coop it, a new chicken will spawn. Mm-hmm. You then have I'm... to deal with a chicken every time you get into your car. It's like a Mega Man, you've left the screen and come back yeah. and so the chicken's back. <laughs> um, every time. Every time. See, and that's the thing. It's every time you have to get in your car. So if you have to drive to work, then you have to drive home from work. <laughs> that's You're dealing with the chicken twice now because you're driving to and home from work. Yes, every time you get in your car, you have to you go out for lunch. You go out for lunch. That's chicken both ways. 
you could be dealing with at, at minimum four chickens a day if you go out for for to lunch for work. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a lot of chickens. That's a look at all man. look at all those chickens. <laughs> yeah, a lot of chicken cards. The problem I have is this: is that like obviously I'd be traumatized and just terrified of getting in my car. Uh, if I had to deal with a chicken every single time I got in the car for the rest of my life. The problem is, is that, uh, conversely, I would only ever have to deal with the orangutan sword fight once. Because I'd be dead. As I'd lose the <laughs> sword fight immediately. There's no way I'd ever be able to successfully navigate the sword fight with the orangutan the first time. Uh, I feel like if I could scrape by the first time, I might be able to get away with, you know, all the rest of the sword fights there on, but... Uh, no, I would lose the sword fight to the orangutan, and then that would be it. Like, it would be no more lifetime for me to be fighting the orangutan. But, so I guess I'll go with the chicken, um, because at least maybe I'll be desensitized to it at a certain point. Uh, whereas with the orangutan, I've got no shot. So, if I take the orangutan, Mm -hmm. do I fight that orangutan sometime between now and May 22nd of 2023? Or... Is there a set date every year that I fight that orangutan? This or was do a, I... a thing that Kyle and I also debated because he seems to think it's randomly throughout the year. It can happen anytime within a 365 day period. And I am more in the camp of if it's once a year, it probably is scheduled and somewhat predictable. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm assuming a... orangutans have honor. Yes, mm-hmm. so, I would agree. So... So okay. the next level of my question is, do I know when this will happen? If it's I think, scheduled. I think you do. But it must happen. You have to sword fight an orangutan. Then then I'll go with the orangutan because I have more faith in the fact that I can train myself. It never says that you sword fight them to the death. It just no, says it you sword fight them. It just them. says you have to sword fight. Yeah, yeah. So I, I have faith that I'd be able to at least get some well, training. Who determines when the sword fight ends? <laughs> when it ends. Can you just, like, you have a deal with, like, you go to the orangutan, you pull him aside, like, yo, listen, orangutan. <laughs> Let's just make this look as good. As long as the sword fight starts, I think that counts. <laughs> it doesn't say you have to we're win a sword fight. Some murky water, it just says so. you have to sword fight. It doesn't say you have to win. Yeah, man, but I only know, like, a couple of ways that sword fights end. Like, it's usually out with cling clang and then you go, good show, I'll see you next year. Fencing, sword fighting. You could just fence each other and then you one match is fencing and then boom, you're done. This is is a a ridiculous Preposterous, (laughs) it's the chicken. (laughs) See, I have an unfair advantage because at 14 year, 15 years old, I went to Australia and learned the secret art of making chickens go to sleep. So, oh, I'll be fine. I thought you were I'm just going with the chicken. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to say that at age 15 I went to Australia and studied the blade. <laughs> no, 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 that would be ridiculous. That would be that. That no, out of all no, of this, no, no, no. you were all raising chickens. I know chicken I studied the blade. The blade. Uh, but oh. that was a beautiful question. Yeah. Thank you, Kyle, for your submission. Most excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it sounds like we're all taking the chicken one, except for Rich, who's, who's managed to pour through the red tape and find a way to, to make this orangutan sword fight a more advantageous situation for him. Uh, you know, I feel like it's just 
No, I, I see Richie's... It, look, if I didn't know the secret art of making chickens go to sleep, I kind of see Richie's yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, listen, like, if I, if I knew when the store fight was going to be, day. and I could train for it, and then I could be a coward and leave at any time, then yes, I would obviously pick the orangutan. <laughs> you just have to fight. start the sword fight and end the sword fight. You don't have to win. You just have to sword fight. Blades clash twice, that's a sword fight. But what if my way of dealing? So if my way of dealing with the chicken in my car is just I just have a chicken in my car. Is that fine then? I can just yeah, drive that's dealing home with the chicken. chicken. Just domesticate the chicken. Yeah. Is that what your plan is going to be? Yeah, you domesticate a chicken. You keep the same chicken in the car. New chicken won't mm-hmm. spawn. You got one chill chicken, and you just and you're getting eggs. Free mm-hmm. eggs. You just well, what you if have, I you have a car the chicken, chicken and leave it in my car? You just have to accept a car chicken. Right, but the chicken's dead. No, I've well, dealt with it, but it hasn't left the premises. Yeah, I think a dead chicken still counts as a dealt with chicken in the car that you have to continue to deal with, because as it mm. decomposes, it will continue to be a problem. If I, I kill it, do I at least get rupees? <laughs> I, no, I, then several thousand chickens. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, do you chicken really want to bring Zelda rules into a chicken fight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time I open my car, it's another chicken. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, great question, Kyle. Uh, you've really outdone yourself once more. Yes. Um, the next question is: Sean. What are you feeling really motivated to talk about tonight? I guess the chicken. What are you feeling really motivated to talk about? To- See, the problem is, is that it's a good question. It's a, it's really late in the game <laughs> for us to be what we're motivated about. No I gotta go to bed, on man. Episode three. I don't know if I've got the energy to talk about anything else tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't like, I did come prepared with one hot take in case we had time to do a hot take. Um, spill it. I mean, I'll spill it because it's uh, it so. We were asked uh, during session sixty-three, like, what is what is your uh, what was it? It was like, what what is your um, worst take or something like that, or what is it like your most controversial opinion? Mo- most controversial opinion, and uh, like I feel like I copped out on that one, and so I, I like sort of came up with a new one that I'm just like, you know what, kind of want to talk about it and see what the others might think, so I'll do it. Mm-hmm. So I'll do it. I'll say it. I'll take Tim's spot here and be the hard <laughs> disagree after. I, look, I I, 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 total, I totally expect there to be some disagreement on this. Uh, Mother's Day and Father's Day is a children's holiday. And uh, it should not be expected that adults celebrate that day. <laughs> Rich, did you do anything for your mom on Mother's Day? <laughs> we went to brunch and we went to Smithville. Okay, all right. But, all right. but here's the thing. I see my mom... Every other week, we go out to lunch, we have dinner, we, we see each other. I spend time with her. I have a, 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 a decent relationship with my mother. Mother's Day, like, it, to me, when it comes to Mother's Day and Father's Day, it is a day to where you are to thank your parents for being the, your parents. But I live alone. Or I live on my own. I have my house. I'm not living under their roof. Like I'm not feeding from. I'm not feeding off them. We. So you're still. They're still your parents. They're still my parents. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I pay them back every other week. It is a hallmark holiday at this point 
for adults in in our situations. It is a holiday for children to honor their parents because children live under their roofs, eat their food and everything, to just say thank you for being my parents and giving me a place to live and being awesome and taking care of me. There comes to a point where, like, you you are equal, you're on equal levels, even though they're your parents. You honor them every day by being there with them or by hanging out with it. Like, I mean, I might, my relationship with my parents might be completely different than others. Uh, but I personally feel that, like, when it comes to Mother's Day and Father's Day, that is more of a children's holiday than it is uh, a, 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 it is, it is a Hallmark holiday, and it is not, it personally do, shouldn't be, shouldn't be expected when you have adult children that you are going to get major gifts or anything, because it is, like I said, I see my parents at least every other week. Hmm. The, uh, the the smart is a good take. Uh, I don't agree with it, but it's a good <laughs> take. Uh, and the, the smarmy answer to that, as you mentioned, that like you honor your mother uh, as an adult, uh, mother and father, by by uh, going and, and honoring them and, and and you know visiting them and 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 showing how much you appreciate them every other week. Uh, the smarmy answer to that is you should also be doing that as a kid, and you still have to do Mother's Day. <laughs> you just, you just but, be doing it all the time. But as a kid, as a kid, you don't have money. You don't have responsibility. You sit there like kids. Like Jake doesn't have money. Jake doesn't work. He doesn't have a job. So there's really besides like doing his chores and saying hi, mom, I love you, and thank you for being my mom. There's mm-hmm. not really much that he can do to show his appreciation. But on Mother's Day and Father's Day. That's the day where, like, it's, like, he he can do more and go above and beyond for thanking mm. them for everything that your parents mm. do for you. But there comes a point where your parents don't really do anything for you anymore. Yeah, but 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 that's like mm. saying, I don't want to celebrate Veterans Day because we're not currently at war. Are you against the veterans? <laughs> Rich. Well, no, that's, 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 no, because Our Veterans Day is for veterans, is for people who served. Yeah, but they haven't served you lately, have they? But they served, and you honor them for serving. Memorial's Day is for those who have passed in service. You honor them, you you bring them, you, you keep a memory of them. But, like, Mother's Day and Father's Day, they're my mom and dad, but mm-hmm. I... I honor them, same as with Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, why do we pick this arbitrary one day a year to show extra love when you're already showing all this love all the it rest of the It makes my mom feel so special when I come home and play Scrabble with her. It's so easy. Mm. Mm. I th- it, yeah. No, like, here's a, like, my mom loves it when we get together for... Uh, brunch on Mother's Day, and I'm not saying I'm not gonna do that. I'm not saying I would never do that. And you don't have to do it, but like to the point of if you expect a gift from your adult children on Mother's, yes, expect maybe to do something or to hang out. But if you're expecting a gift and if you're expecting some mm-hmm. grand gesture beyond brunch and getting together and hanging out, maybe you're expecting too much. This is family man, rich sweet. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'd say, look, man, it's it's a hot take for a reason. And the hot yeah. take is, if you're expecting a gift for Mother's Day, fuck you. <laughs> That's what I heard. No, I mean, look, if you're expecting a gift on Mother's Day from an adult child mm-hmm. who does not live under your roof <laughs> anymore. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's, it's a hot take. It's a hot take. I'm also spicy. I, I feel yeah. I feel the same towards Father's Day as well. So, all right. This, I mean, then you're wrong about two holidays, then, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> e- equal opportunity hater here. Uh, so that was what Rich was really motivated to talk about. I, it was it was something that I was like, man, I like kind of didn't. I, I, you know what I want to talk really about? I'm really fired up. <laughs> something I've been thinking about. Hey, it is good. It's good. Uh, Sean, what are you really feeling motivated to talk about? I wish that every other driver would be good at driving like I am. (laughs) I just... I I also want everyone to drive as good as Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I realize that I've been a lot better about... I don't curse in front of Alice because she'll just repeat it, wrote, and then she's saying fuck to the babysitter. Um... (laughs) But I, but I can't hold it in when I'm driving. Like I, I was driving today and I called someone a bitch. Like I don't call people bitches. <laughs> that's, not, that's not my go-to. Well, a driver's not a people. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I called them a dumb bitch, and I was like, oh no. And it came out. It just came out without me trying. Mm-hmm. And so I'm worried that in those, in, and I know in those situations, I've I've said like fuck in front of Alice now that she understands the english language which is not a good thing like when they're when they're mm, when they're yeah. real when they're tiny babies who cares <laughs> oh dude i i am toast to the moment that, that uh jordan figures out what the english language sounds like toast yeah it's hard it's a transition yeah. but so mm-hmm. in order to avoid me cussing in front of my child i would like everyone to be at least as good a driver as i am which is very good mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah just <laughs> it should be should be awesome. Yeah, like, right. everyone should be great at driving like I am. <laughs> uh, Charlie, uh, what are you really feeling motivated to talk about tonight? I had like a whole half of a hot take planned about queer themes in children's media and about how people overthink the appropriateness of such topics because it's easy to get into the sex side of sexuality and sometimes things are really as simple as just like figuring out your identity as a person and shows like I I mean things have changed so quickly in the past decade even Um, I, I can just spit out a couple but like like I don't know if you any of you guys have watched She-Ra and the Princesses of Power has a lot of um, uh, it, it's a very heavily female cast so it's not hard for some of the romance to be like women loving women but there's like major plot points about um, Natasha noticing something's up with Spinnerella because she like didn't remember their anniversary and like there are innocuous ways to like convey um same gender same sex romance in ways that are accessible to children in ways that let kids know that the way they are is okay to be 
um, that I, I think we have to realize that like hiding these ideas from children don't make these types of children not exist. Like I, in retrospect, I can think back to thoughts I had in elementary school and go like, oh, now as an adult, I know that like I was already starting to like process some of this and just didn't have the language for it. And I think that like, we need to to stop overthinking what we're protecting kids from and give them access to the language to puzzle out their own identity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. It's very, very, I mean, always important, but timely as well, uh, considering uh, some, some of the stuff in the news. <laughs> well, I was going to say, we have so. our first gay Power Ranger right now. Do we? Oh wow! Do. I did not. Yeah, know the that. current Green Ranger has a girlfriend. She has a girlfriend. Also, first oh, okay. first female Green Ranger. Also a big. Yeah, girl. I was gonna say, wait, wait, hold on. Oh, yeah, the current Green Ranger <laughs> is a girl for, uh, with a girlfriend, okay. and it's like she has you look. In does she still have uh, the the flute sword? <laughs> She's actually this. Uh, they've come back around. I'm not so doing she this is on purpose. Saber <laughs> <don't remember laughs> Ranger again. So, Green Ranger, Sabretooth Tiger Ranger, um, she has a girlfriend, she has used the world girlfriend, she has been shown on screen giving her girlfriend a kiss on the cheek. Power Rangers doesn't let the straight rangers kiss each other. This is, like, progress real fast. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, like, it's a thing that means a lot to me, and I think Kyle's laughing because he knows how I am about this nonsense. (laughs) Um... But I just, I like the idea of kids, like I said before, having the language to puzzle out what they are and figure out who, like, I I was an episode ago or two episodes ago talking about Heartstopper, um, the the Netflix series about a bunch of, like, 15-year-old kids. Like, there's a major plot arc with the one kid, like, going on google and looking up like am i gay quizzes and that's like that's a thing that like i did have some access to but the generation before me absolutely did not and it's just the world's changing in a lot of good ways too i guess mm-hmm. mm. and, yeah, and yeah i i like the idea of of kids having the language to figure themselves out in their own identities as they grow. Mm-hmm. Boy. I, I mean, I, I ranted about the freaking six <laughs> episodes ago. I already did that. It was something I was very passionate about. I, I, don't, I don't want to do it again. It's going to make me sad. Um, God, what else? What else am I passionate? I really uh, am motivated to talk about tonight. Um... I am, mo- I mean, the problem is that it's, most of my last couple of weeks have been uh, absorbed in, in the child-rearing process, so I'm mostly motivated about very specific minutiae as it comes to, like, 
boy, I'm really motivated to talk about how many clean bottles we had. <laughs> dude, it's so great. Uh, dude, let me tell you something about this rocker that the baby has. Um, I am motivated uh, and, and excited to talk about uh, the fact that the baby is smiling on a consistent basis now, which is sweet. It's, that's, uh, it's so gratifying because you, then, yeah. then you get you get a response to like all of the work you're putting in. You're like, hell yeah, yeah. Dude, you like it. It was like <laughs> five to six weeks of the kid can't do anything but cry and shut up, basically. Uh, like, there's the only two ways now. of expressing yourself was crying and not saying anything. And it was just like, it was it was like like it was like shoveling coal into like a into a coal powered train and the train doesn't go anywhere and you're just like when is this train gonna move? <laughs> and then finally one morning, one specific morning, I remember this. I came down. I was I was I'm, I work. I'm still working at home. Came downstairs. My wife has the baby downstairs, and uh, she's like, "You want to come look at the baby?" And the baby comes and looks at me. I'm like, "How's it going, Jordan?" And uh, the baby just this small, like, ah. and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> Right, yeah, and uh, specific things that make her happy now, specific toys and everything like that. So I'm, that's that is motivating me. Is like, hey, there's more, there's more responses that this baby can give now. That's not crying. Don't get me wrong, cries a lot, still cries a lot. She's still a little little baby, and then knows that the crying gets her what she wants. But, uh, but the smiles, man, this is very cute. I love it. There's, mm-hmm. there's, she's, she's a good kid. There's a picture that you uh, shared. I guess it was around Mother's Day uh, of Jenna and, and 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 Jordan. Jenna's holding holding her up, and you just see her cheeks, and I'm just like, yeah. oh my god, those cheeks! Yeah, big, oh my yeah, god, big, 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 big old cheeks! Yeah. yeah, and she's getting big. She's getting big now. <laughs> You're worried that because uh, she was she was teeny tiny in the hospital, and she's uh, she's big now. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good, good, cute kid. Uh, I'm, I'm going to brag, braggadociously spend, send a, a picture to the Bros H chat of the kid smiling earlier today. It's good, it's good stuff. <laughs> She's smiling a little, a little uh, her little doggies. It's great. So that's what I'm motivated about. I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I have strong motivation on the current events or anything like that. Uh, I don't know. I, I wish I was as good a driver as Sean was. <laughs> we all do. Like that. Yeah, sure. It's an aspirational goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... What is the next question, Sean? What is your favorite past brose question? Okay, I have to open up my, my sent email list, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, it's not necessarily the best question, but I think it was the best response we've ever got from a question. And it is, of course... What full size Muppet tattoo mm-hmm. would you get on your back? That's like, a, that was a great question. It was a fantastic question, but the response we got from all of us and how wild it went, like, I don't think we could ever, ever recreate something like that. And how amazing it was, and just off the off the rails. And, like... Uh, a perfect storm of uh, events. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, occasionally I'll go back and re-listen to, like, the, uh, the Golden Brobes and, and listen to that part. It just, it cracks me up that, like, Matt, you try to wrap up that segment, and I keep it going. Mm-hmm. And then Sean comes up with Statler and Waldorf on his back, or on the back, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> Work of art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Art or not, it's art. Yeah. Uh, boy. Sean, what's your favorite uh, past Brose question? I liked the... Um... 
the uh, superpower governor question. Oh, right. That was a good question. Just that was, also, it, that, was that was from the Gorilla was, Mail email. Yeah. Yeah. And it was and somebody said it, said it to us uh, completely anonymous. We've never ever figured out <clears throat> who it is. <laughs> uh, said it to us via Gorilla Mail, like just just wouldn't even attach a normal email mm-hmm. address to and it. it was, but it was a great question. It was. I, I would have never. Like, I would have never thought. Like it's such a perfect random question, and we gave serious answers to it. <laughs> as serious as it could be. We did. We were all. Uh, was it Governor of Wyoming? I think it was Wyoming had lasers. Yeah. And then one of them had super speed. Mm-hmm. I think that was it. And the other one could swim yeah, in the water. The other one could swim. Was in Aquaman? Water. Massachusetts. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, Maine was Aquaman. I think. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. Like there's. What is yeah, it? That first year we had a lot of good ones. Yeah. And we've had good ones since then too. The problem is, is that not long after the conclusion of our first year, there was a something happened, and we've been doing a lot of the shows remotely. And uh, the, the two year period since we've been doing uh, most of the shows remotely have been a real blur. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and a lot of. A lot of time compressed together, so it's like we got so many of them in in, in a, a long. I mean, we, we look the coronavirus pandemic has been going on for more for more than half of this show's life, mm-hmm. and which is crazy to think about. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like it's a history altering event has been going on for more than half of this show's life. Um, so I guess I'm trying to th- you know. Charlie has sent in some really interesting ones. Um, who said, was was it? Charlie who sent in the question about um, a robot versus a dinosaur or something like that. Oh, robot versus dinosaur. Who you got, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that was. I sent in a question of like which part of the robot megazord. would each of you control i think oh like the megazord we had, yeah, yeah there was the megazord one was from charlie but yeah there was one question it was straight up robot versus dinosaur who you got yeah that was mm-hmm. all the that question was, was. that was a good one yeah. Um, yeah i like that one i i it's hard for me to pick a favorite i'll 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 say that one just because I, I, it's, it's the first year is just like a hall of fame of questions. So I'm trying to pick something from from past the first year. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. yeah, that first year a lot of good ones. Yeah, and what, uh, what house would you uh, if you had, if you had to make your house out of one kind of oh, food? Oh, what, what kind of food would you make your house out of? I, mm-hmm. Charlie, you had uh, Griffin 2.0, right? Was it Griffin 2.0 mm-hmm. or? Yeah, combine two animals. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm like literally going through my past email questions, trying to be like, "What weird shit have I sent?" And like, <laughs> I keep thinking of things that like I know I ask that I'm not finding in my email. Um, yeah. No, I got one that's like, "What is your least favorite number to write repeatedly?" Um, mm-hmm. And I have, I mean, I, I said this in the question at the time, but I have really strong opinions about the number five because when I write five mm-hmm. very quickly it turns into a three and when I write three very quickly it starts turning into a nine and I know I cannot explain how that happens <laughs> um, so yeah no I'm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember we've had I remember the number one mm-hmm. 
I remember the number one because I think most of us grabbed a pencil or pen and started writing numbers to see which one we didn't like. (laughs) The reason that came up was because like for my chains of custody for work, I have to like fill out like, Oh, I've collected a sample at this data point on this date. And sometimes you end up with like a date and like, like right now it's 2022. So I have to write like two, two. And then if it's also the 22nd and if it's also February, like it just starts to like, you write that 18 times and you're, it turns into a squiggle real fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I get, I get very frustrated about writing very similar, but slightly different things over and over again mm-hmm. is not an easy task for someone with an ADHD brain. Things that are almost the same but slightly different is very challenging. So I went through my email and I found the email questions from April 23rd, 2020, which was like one of the first sessions we had uh, after we started quarantining, just out of curiosity. Uh, And the questions were, if a genie grand you three wishes right now, what'd you wish for? What's the sweetest thing you've ever done for a girl? Uh, You know, getting to know your neighborhood during quarantine. Uh, we had Roadshow, uh, Lake or Ocean Explained. <laughs> I remember that one. Uh, first thing you want to do after quarantine. That was, that's cute. <laughs> April 2020. Uh, we'll what, find it, out it, someday, maybe. Animal, what is Animal Crossing and why do I need it? Um, <laughs> and then uh, a bonus question from Jake. How do you think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to do this season? Tom Brady is on the decline, and Gronk is questionable. If they are both good, though, Brady may be looking towards the seventh ring with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, too. Thoughts? And he was right. They won, they won, the, they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> was, so, Jake, Jake, a little time capsule there. Jake and his uh, football questions every week. I loved it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Tim yeah. hated it. I love... was like, we'll get all these, like, we'll get all these, like, general interest questions, and then Jake will be like. Yo, who should be the third string running back on the Lions next year? <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, Sean, look, uh, what tra- is that? You guys like Google the same way I do. <laughs> You're just a place for me to put my questions into. Yeah. Um, the penultimate question. If you could have a billboard mm. with anything on it, what would it be and why? I'm, uh, hmm. let's see if I should be able to send it. I'm sending an image over to you guys, and I'll, I mean, I probably won't share this on socials, but it is my backdrop for streaming, because if I could have a, um, a billboard where everyone would see it, it would be my backdrop of everything that I do, so that people hmm. would see them. I just gotta find it. There it is. Hmm. Post it on the general. I think it might just uh, be a picture of me pointing directly at the driver, and just the billboard sign just says "you." Period. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I think that's that. I don't want. Is that not, not Uncle Sam? I want you. It's just a picture of me pointing. It's like you, <laughs> and then yeah, that's that. Hmm. And then on the way back, by the way, the back side of the billboard is the back of my head still pointing, and the U is backwards uh, in, in, in the sky. How, how do you do a backwards U? Like Y-O-U or just the letter U? As, as if you were looking at it from the reverse side. Like, uh, the, the, the word looks backwards. Okay, so it's y- um, 
Mm-hmm. If you turn around, oh, my, my head went to just angle. the letter U and not to the word Y-O-U. Like, like, uh, in Nothing Compares to You, the, the Sinead O'Connor song? <laughs> Nothing compares yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah, backwards you, yeah. Uh, Sean, <sighs> if you put a billboard with, up with anything on it, what would it be? Oh, man, this is so hard. <sighs> I also want to point out that although I said Sean's name, I was looking at Charlie's picture and thought I was saying Charlie's name. <laughs> well, you said mine, dick. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying to cut you off. I'm saying that it's very late. <laughs> hey, at least you didn't call Charlie Kyle three times now tonight. Yeah, I called him a completely different person. But, Sean, what, what would your billboard hmm. look like? Hmm... It would probably, honestly, if I could have a whole billboard, it would be something about climate change because we're not doing anything. <laughs> it's really <laughs> bumming me out. That's mm-hmm. that's one of the several things that are really bumming me out right now. Yeah. So oh, it'd boy. be about one of those several things, specifically climate change. You would be like one of those like just devastating, like emotionally wrenching. Exactly. Like, a, a penguin on like a, a, the tiniest ice flow. Yeah. Like one of those. Like just crushers. <laughs> God, those are the worst, man. Mm. Like, like, like I, I will. God, uh, animals like stuck in something stupid because of, <laughs> of what humans have done is just like an immediate tearjerker for yeah. me. Like there was um, there was somebody drew one of those comics where like a pigeon is trying to feed her her baby bird or whatever the baby pigeon and it doesn't know any better so he's she's feeding the baby like garbage and the baby is dying and i was just i i I literally sobbed like sitting on the toilet (laughs) reading a stupid fucking comic about a pigeon i'm like it's the saddest thing in the world this pigeon's dying mom's feeding her trash it was oh god it's the worst i mean it's effective it's clearly effective (laughs) but it's just the worst Yeah, my goal is to make uh, Matt cry <laughs> with my billboard. <laughs> just stick it on uh, I ninety five, uh, or, or stick it on the Google. Go in, go into my office, and like just twice a month, I'm like, God, Sean. <laughs> yeah, uh, Charlie, what would your billboard have? So uh, honestly, I am a bottle of wine and a few glasses in. So <laughs> I am being very. Uh, impulsive and reactive and I as I was looking up other questions I stumbled across the picture that is my profile for all of my Google stuff which is the permit crab and the permit crab gives you permission to do one bad thing <laughs> and I think everyone needs a little bit of space to do something a little bit messy and be forgiven for it so like just uh-huh. Just like mess up and have a learning moment. You you've all been blessed with the right to like go mess up and have a learning moment. Like let's have a growth period. Let's have an experiment. I like it. I love it. So I, I, I was I, so you're going with the permit crab is giving the drivers permission and not that the billboard is your permit crab moment. <laughs> do something ridiculous and put it on the billboard. Yes. Okay. One that's very, that's very uh, altruistic of you. I like that. Hell yeah. I think people need to take more chances. Okay. Right. I think people 
people okay. get overly cautious. You're, you know what? You're right. You're right. I'm going to change my billboard. And instead, I'm going to have two fingers pointing out, and it says them. <laughs> that, that's just respectful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean, what is our last question? Our last question is, do you take pride in your appearance? Yeah, it depends on the situation. Like, look, I, I, I'm I'm not gonna try and disparage my bros here. I love you guys. Uh, I I don't exactly dress to the nines for this podcast, and you know, maybe it's like if I if I haven't showered that day, odds are the the event that's it's the event that's going to get me to shower is not this podcast. However, uh, for work, yeah, I want to look good. I look like I know what I'm doing. Like, I look like I'm put together. You know, I'm a shirt tucked in. And, you know, no wrinkles on the shirt. Have a nice tie. Yeah, I take I take some pride in my appearance when when appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm the I'm I'm basically the same. Like when it comes to like working or whatever, I dress like a slob because I work from home. Uh, I can wear basketball shorts while I'm working, and I'm happy. Uh, but like, if I do need to go out, if I need to like actually do stuff or like go to a fancy dinner, brunch, whatever. Like, I take pride in how I look and how I do, like, make sure my beard is nice and clean and make sure my hair is done right, putting on a nice shirt. Uh, I don't really care about if it's ironed or not just because fuck ironing. But, like, everything else, I just, like, I do I do put pride towards it. I do try to make sure things match properly or, like, what nice shoes to wear and things like that. It's, it's, I do, I do put a little bit of pride in it. Sean, do you take pride in your appearance? I think I agree with you, Matt and Rich, that it's situational. Like, I'm not, like, Mm -hmm. all the time, I'm not on top of how I'm looking. But definitely, Mm -hmm. there are times, I think it's mostly with people outside of my immediate sphere. I'm like, you can't see me that I haven't changed my shirt in two days. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. like I need to look different today. So, uh... I think for sure. I think it's just situational. I, if nothing's going on, I'm just wearing whatever shirt I have on and some shorts now. It's just mm. whatever. Who cares? My wife is married to me, and <laughs> I should probably take. We're at that. We're, we're at that point. Yeah, <laughs> but I should probably take a little bit more care of myself. But it, but you know what are you gonna do? Hmm. How about you, Charlie? Um. I, I would I would generally say yes. I I think I agree that there's a certain amount of uh, situationalness to the whole thing. I do think that I've noticed that there is like a definite definite mental health component where I definitely feel better about myself if like at least once a week I'm taking the time to actually like shave my head and clean up the edges around my beard and like it makes me feel more confident when I'm doing a couple little things to like actually take care of myself mm-hmm. for sure. Like when I, when I feel more cleaned up, I tend to feel mm-hmm. better about myself and that trickles down to, to other parts of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like as you get older, like the, the basic hygiene stuff makes you feel like, like I was talking to my brother, I was talking to my brother about this a couple weeks ago and I've never done heroin but I've taken a shower before, and I imagine that's what it must feel like. Like, if you haven't taken a shower, like, all day and you really need it, like, I feel 
infinitely better. Instant good mood the moment I get out of the shower. I'm like, ah, it feels awesome. Like, uh, it, like it becomes, um, there's an episode of King of the Hill where, like, Hank gets addicted to fishing, and, like, the moment anything stresses him out, even mildly, he's like, that's it, I'm going fishing. That's how I feel like when I get a shower. Like, it's just like, that's it, I'm getting a shower. And then, like, I get out of the shower, and I feel great. Like, it's just, I feel clean, everything's perfect. Excellent. I'm ready to face the day. I feel like a normal-ass human after that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Any other thoughts on maintaining your appearance? You should do it. Keep yourself in the right headspace. Yeah, it, 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 it helps. It helps. Like, making yourself look good or just changing your clothes in general really helps your headspace. Like, do it. <coughs> Worry about your presentation sometimes. Well, those are all the questions that we had, correct? That is all of the questions that we had. All right, Charlie, the floor is yours. Oh, no. I feel like I already. No, I just, felt, I just felt like throwing that. that. Was like <laughs> the, the one hot take I had kind of got eaten up in the "What would you like to talk about?" Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, That's fine. I, I didn't prepare beyond that. I'll be honest. <laughs> That's okay. There's there's not a specific segment of the show where we just randomly pick one person to throw it to. It's like and Charlie, take us home. <laughs> but that uh, should be a segment now. Tim, a, right, we well, we I, all know I just Tim. Pick somebody randomly. Well, we all know Tim doesn't listen. So at the end of next session, if you remember, well, no, here's the problem though. Tim, Tim, in order for it to be effective, you have to like be, you have to have a modicum of shame. Like if you weren't paying attention, <laughs> and then you get called on, and you're like, oh shit, I wasn't paying attention, then you, you feel some shame. Oh, Tim so would, uh, Tim would not only not feel shame, he'd be proud and like pulled as a badge <laughs> of honor. I wasn't paying attention, and all of you can pound sand for trying to make me do something when I didn't want to on this show. It's like the way that you can't shame like Republicans anymore, like for having like, oh, you had a shitty take twenty years ago. It's like, yeah, man, and you know what? I still believe it now. No, no chance at personal growth, baby. Uh, anyway, if you want to follow Tim on Twitter, you can follow him at Tim R Hansen. Rich, what about you? At B underscore Walnuts. How about you, Sean? Hey, it's SOB. Charlie, we're going to discuss your uh, your social media presence or lack thereof <laughs> at the end of the show. That, uh, but you can follow me on Twitter at mkaznell. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at brose podcast. And it's on Instagram at brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert, and you can listen to Steven's work at the Free Music Archive. All right, it's time for plugs. Rich, start with you. Twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts for uh, video game streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday, generally 6 or 7 to 10 o'clock at night. Um, I just finished my um, my my potential up to 24-hour subathon. Uh, if you were there, thank you. If you're not, come check me out sometime. Uh, also, there's OneQuest, Facebook.com slash OneQuestOnline. Or uh, just just Twitter and Instagram at Wano's Request for PodQuest, the weekly nerdy talk show where we talk about the, that week's nerddom 
nerd news and hot topics. Uh, we are having a book club this week, however, I don't know what it is because we are recording four days before we decide what the actual book club will be. Um, and uh, don't forget to check out Bonus Action Tabletop Podcast, where we talk about or where we play Dungeons and Dragons with me and Sean and a bunch of friends. What about your frisbees, man? Oh, whoosh, I th- look whoosh! Look at them go! I throw them at Obi Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it is Obi underscore Disc Golf. I co-host the Taste Fakers Music Podcast with my brother Alex Casano. We're in the process of record of a of researching and recording season two. We got a couple episodes in the can already. If you ever wanted to see us, uh, find the links between albums by Cindy Lauper and the punk pop band Bad Cop Bad Cop. Or how about freaking Gene Krupa, Benny Goodman connected to Black Sabbath? <laughs> we got it. Where it's coming in season two, but in the meantime, you can check out the first eight episodes that constitute season one of Taste Fakers. They're all available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Check it out; it's a great show. We take two albums from pop music history and find a way to link them together. Matt, Matt, what was uh, what was that noise again? Could you do it again, please? Link them together. <laughs> now, uh, Charlie, uh, you also have some uh, some fundraising that you're doing for your rugby team, correct? We are. So we're fundraising for the the Bingham Cup, which is a uh, the biggest social rugby tournament, as far as I know, in the world. It is coincidentally also a gay rugby tournament. Um, we've been fundraising for about six years. If you Google search Baltimore Flamingos RFC. Um, that'll point you in the direction of our Facebook, our Instagram, our YouTube page. There is currently a drag show up on our, uh, YouTube that I believe you can still make donations towards. Awesome, man. Mazel tov. Good. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah. Good work. Good work. Thank you for joining us, Charlie. It's been, it's been a, a true pleasure mm-hmm. having you on for these couple of episodes. Thank you you so are, much like for I said, your me. questions are, are are woven into the fabric of our show. Uh, would you come on again sometime? Absolutely, as long as I have uh, I don't know an hour heads up, I can make it work. All right. Well, I, I mean, I gave you uh, what several five five hours, six hours that heads up today. So, approximate, yeah. yeah. Roughly. Good stuff, man. Good stuff, man. It was fun having you on. Well, say goodbye to the gentle listeners. Everyone. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, Sean O'Brien, Charlie Bram, and the entire Action Moves team. Moves. My name is Matt Kaz, and I'm reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. <laughs>